Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hongbin Jung. The dollar crashed to its lowest in more than a year after data showed the rise in U.S. consumer prices moderate in June, suggesting that the Federal Reserve may have to raise interest rates only one more time this year. So how did regional currencies react to this and how does the weakening of the dollar now set the stage for the likes of emerging currencies? Well, joining us on the phone today to tell us more as is Peter Chia, who is the senior forex strategist at UOB. Peter, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Robin. Yeah, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon to you, too. So, Peter, you know, after this U.S. inflation data was released, the U.S. dollar saw an epic drop, slumping to a 15-month low. And that's as concerns over higher interest rates ease. Was this expected? I mean, how significant is this drop? I think to put things into context, I think mm-hmm. for U.S. dollar to drop, I think that was likely outcome. But I mean, the scale of the drop was something that surprises mm-hmm. market. Yeah, so it's quite significant because the U.S. dollar index is on track for the biggest weekly drop this year. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely significant. And uh, the dollar index is just traded right now just below the very psychological 100 level. Mm-hmm. So I think this is I think this will go down as one of the more memorable week in, in this year. To put this into more of a perspective here, is it a very big drop compared to when the dollar saw its king dollar phase when we saw a lot of interest rate hikes happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, in fact, uh, if you compare this to the interest rate, because dollar always, mm-hmm. uh, at least for this cycle, right, the dollar always uh, fluctuated with interest rate expectation. Yeah. So if you look at the interest rate expectation, that hasn't really changed any t- meaningfully mm-hmm. uh, this week. Uh, markets are still calling for one or maybe two rate hikes for the second half of this year. Yeah. Markets are not calling for any rate cuts, <laughs> even that inflation is even dropping more than what they expect. Right. So interest rate expect- expectation remains fairly stable. Mm-hmm. So, but the dollar fell a lot more compared to what the interest rate expectation is, is mm. suggesting. So okay. uh, yeah, this is a very unique drop, I would say. Okay, so as it is a very unique drop, how did regional currencies react to this? Who were the biggest gainers on the back of this weaker dollar? I think, yes, so this week, regional, so Asian currencies finally had its much-needed rebound. Mm. So leading to this week, most of Asian currencies were falling because concerns over China. So this week, uh, all of them rebounded. Like The ringgit is the most uh, outstanding one, gaining mm-hmm. close percent on the week. Sing dollars is also not bad, about two percent on the week. But most of them, are, all of them, in fact, are all ending the week on a positive note. So okay. at least the pressure is off them for the time being. That's good. That's good. And I'm pretty sure the Japanese yen also saw a big relief. I believe it's heading for its biggest winning streak since, or its longest winning streak since 2018. What's the outlook on the Japanese yen now? How much further can it rally, Peter? Mm, so if you look at the yen against the dollar, mm. like a week ago, last Friday, it was at 142. Right now, we're at 138. So oh. all yen in a week is definitely big. 
So yeah. given that, just now we talked a little bit about that, interest rate expectation hasn't really changed. Mm-hmm. The expectation of Bank of Japan's policy has, hasn't changed across the week. So this is a big move. We are still of the view that the yen may still be a little bit weaker this quarter because Bank of Japan will still keep is very ultra-stimulative uh, policy that usually will encourage uh, yen to be a bit weaker. So this bolt of yen strength is likely to be short-lived, mm. uh, at least That's okay. for more obviously. Okay, yeah. I see, I see. What about the Singapore dollar? How did the Sing dollar react to this slump of the US dollar then? I say that the Sing dollar has, has stand out as one of the most resilient currency mm-hmm. uh, throughout the year. Even when the dollar was trying to go up, it, it didn't drop at all, in fact. Okay. Uh, and even given, uh, I mean, leading to this week, uh, before this week, given all the concerns about China, it also didn't suffer that much mm. compared to our, our regional peers. So this week, it has dropped from about 135 to right now 132. So this, mm. this is definitely a big move. The dollar usually is fairly stable mm. at around the 133, 134. So the drop to 132 is also quite interesting. I mean, that, that puts into perspective, the next chart level will be at 130, which was the low sometime in February this year. Mm. So uh, we are quite close to that. So if, if this this dollar weakness persists a little bit a little bit more or a little mm. bit longer, then maybe you can see the low one thirties or even slightly below one thirty okay. in the near term. Okay. Yeah. So if this weakness of the dollar continues for a little bit longer, how does the weakening of the dollar now set the stage for the likes of emerging currencies? I think that the with a weaker dollar, it, it definitely will put, I mean, it really uh, reduce the pressure on EM currency. And mm. especially where, I mean, the EM currency has been suffering or, or on the back foot for the past uh, one, one over a year because of the very aggressive uh, rate hike cycle from the US. So mm-hmm. uh, I would say that this is, it sets the stage for recovery subsequently. Mm. But of course, uh, EM currencies are also fairly sensitive to development in China. Mm-hmm. So for a more meaningful or more uh, sustainable recovery, we need the renminbi or the China economy to start stabilizing mm. or, uh, or at least uh, the recovery momentum must, uh, must increase somewhat. Okay, okay. So, Peter, what's next for the U.S. dollar then? I mean, let's say mm. that the Fed um, shows signs or shows more signs that it will stick to more rate hikes than markets are expecting. Can the U.S. dollar still rebound or, you know, will the gains only be minor? Is the greenback's best days now finally over? Mm. So, the greenback or the strong dollar, the king dollar, yeah. uh, I think that is something of the past already. Mm. We have, we have uh, talked about that at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think it's very clear that we are not going to go back to the day, the days or like last year where the, the Fed is hiking 75 right. basis points, 50 basis points. So the, the brunt of the, the rate hike cycle is over. Mm-hmm. So the dollar is unlikely to be that strong strong compared to last year. Okay. But that being said, there is still expectations for one, a couple of more rate hikes. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, the Fed members, the Fed officials are still keeping a more hawkish rhetoric. Mm-hmm. So that will probably give some support in, in the dollar. And at least it shouldn't collapse like mm-hmm. what we've seen in, in this week, or at least continue to collapse like what we've seen this week. 
Okay, okay. But I mean, despite the slump, right, in the U.S. dollar, there are still those investors that are still less certain that do- the dollar will weaken further. What's keeping those investors to remain bullish on the dollar? Correct. So the the only factor that's keeping uh, investors mm-hmm. uh, still positive on the dollar is just simply the dollar is still one of the highest yielding uh, currency mm-hmm. around. Okay. So I mean, if I buy a dollar when and I put it in a, a deposit, mm. uh, I still can get like 4 four to 5%. Like, uh, so that is very, very high interest rates right. from, uh, for, for, for the US dollar. So that, that is one of the reasons why there's still a segment of the market mm-hmm. who, are, who, are, who, 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 who thinks that, okay, for the longer term outlook, is still okay. I mean, the mm. US economy is still doing fine. They are probably going to um, not enter recession. Mm-hmm. So these are all encouraging I see, I see. But before we let you go, Peter, what else should investors be looking out for the next couple of weeks that could move currency markets? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the key event is, uh, for the next couple of weeks would definitely be on the Fed meeting that's <laughs> yes. coming up uh, two, two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it is right now, I think um, the expectation hasn't really changed, mm. even given what we've seen in FX market. Markets are still calling for uh, a rate hike. Mm-hmm. Uh, given that they have paused in June, so uh, the Fed is likely to to, to hike another twenty five basis point. Mm-hmm. But what the market is more keenly uh, watching out for is uh, what uh, what's next after hiking. Okay. So is it is it uh, one more or is it that's it? And, yeah. Uh, I think that that, that is the the, the sign that uh, that the markets are looking out for yeah. and likely to move markets. I see. Well, thank you so much, Peter, for joining us today. Thank you, Hongmin. Thank you, everyone, and have a good weekend. Have a good weekend to you, too. We've been speaking with Peter Chia, who's the senior FX strategist at UOB. This has been Money in the Market, and we've been talking about the weakening of the U.S. dollar. I'm Hongbin Jung. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.